it's great being the dad because like you have the two kids and you can lay on the couch and they'll be playing with each other or whatnot. But when mom comes home, they're like all over mom. Uh, there are times when I'm just laying on the couch and be like, daddy, dad, I was like, go play with your brother. The gang gives Bob parenting advice. Bob, the rookie who's on, only has one. The rookie. Uh, I see. <laughs> Say fuck me. One and done, baby. I mean, if you if you nail it the first time, why why do it? No, you got to have the second. Back me up on here, Jason. You got to have the second so the first has somebody to play with. What are you talking about? I'm the someone to play with. Screw you guys. And it's really not up to me anyway, so. Well, yeah, you got to have the second so they're a complete pain in the ass. And then the first one's spoiled, and one of them is underperforming. So Bob, where are you located? Uh, in Seattle. Okay, you're the you're the, uh, you're the, the DJ Metcalf like uh, worshiper. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's accurate. I guess that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> you want his babies, right? Yeah, something along those lines. He, no, 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 not along those lines. He is my baby. He is Rachel, <laughs> okay. uh, my wife Rachel and I claimed him as our child uh, in the first year that he was in the league. So you know, on our team. So I take it back. I already do have two children. DJ Metcalf is my firstborn, and Hero is our second. <laughs> One of them makes you significantly more money than the other. You know, I haven't seen a dime of that paycheck. DK's really being stingy. At least his little brother Hero gives, like, hugs and shit. Joe Sixpack. Is that it? Oh, welcome to the second week of the JSP podcast. I am your host, Andrew Forster, joined by none other than Bob Gonzalez from the Seattle area. How you doing, Bob? I have my voice back. I can talk like a normal person and not sound like a sociopath or someone who's terrified at all times. Awesome. Yes, this this is good for the radio. Well done. Uh, Thank you. Also joining for the first time, we got our new member, Jason Flurry. Jason, welcome to the JSP podcast. How you doing? How you liking the JSP so far? Well, thank you very much, first and foremost. And uh, so far, so good. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks for having me and everything. And I uh, look forward to the rest of the season here. Very good. Yeah. Don't let us scare you. We're uh, nothing but a bunch of blowhards around here. So uh, mostly true. Well, Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Welcome. We're here to have a little bit of fun. Bob, how was uh how's Hero's first haircut? It was uh it was heroin. No, it wasn't. It was actually great. I I'll, I'll I was surprised at how actually a little bit sad I was that his hair had been cut. Uh but um I'm not wiping it out of his eyes constantly now and we can see his ears and neck again, which that's nice. Was there screaming involved? No, by Hero. He was- he was, uh, well, for the most part, no. I mean, he's, he sat there for like a solid 14 minutes without making a peep in the last minute or so. Started making some noise. But uh, Did you go mostly... to an actual barber or we did. was it more so, of a... Okay, so we gotcha. have a, yeah, so, it, so, so we, have, um, we have a family uh, friend stylist who does, uh, he's an actual stylist. He's great. Um, he, does, nice. he does all of our hair for like our entire family, including Rachel's parents and her brother and like everybody. Um, so we went to him and he did it for us, uh, for us free. 
And I'm pretty sure it's because he did it and then was annoyed that it wasn't perfect because it could never be. It's a kid's, it, it's a child's yeah. haircut. It can never be perfect. There's no as way to make it perfect. So as long as it is shorter than when you went in, it's fine. Yes. So he was cutting oh, my yeah. hair afterwards. And I could just hear him kind of like under his breath looking over here. I'm like, <laughs> like shoot over and like try to get it. Like, oh, okay. Did you keep, <sighs> did you keep some hair? Uh, we took a little bit. Yes, we didn't get yeah. all weird and creepy and get take enough hair to make like a doll out of it or anything like that. But yeah, I didn't. Took one I, didn't that, I didn't know that was a thing. Annabelle. And then and then Jen was like, "Oh, we got to keep their hair." And I was like, "Is that a thing?" Apparently, it's a thing. Well, I didn't it's not really a thing think about family, it. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really think about it at all until I thought about the fact that his hair will never be on like freshly new again unless he, for some reason, needs to get his hair head waxed, which I don't even think is a thing. So, like, it, you know, it's never mm. going to be that new growth uh hair again so yeah well i can say that my uh my youngest daughter here has not got her hair cut yet and the reason being is that she has this nice little curl at the bottom and my wife does not want to get rid of it so she's going on two and a half years now um and has not got a haircut yet and i'm I'm looking forward to it actually you haven't even cut like her bangs or anything because you're like blind or (laughs) no it's just constantly it's moving stuff out of her head out of the way and then putting it up in a bun or you know in a pigtail or something like that the entire time but yeah, it's it's constantly moving out of her eyes right now. Yes, that's what I was trying to avoid because Hero's hair went straight down. I mean, it's just it does. Ah, you know, gotcha. And it never stayed in place. But anyway, I think that that's we we can come to the end of the child's hair podcast. Um, I was point. thinking. Move that's on a good to thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about week two. We're going to start off with uh, a bit of a uh, a slam game here with uh, poor decisions, Matt versus Pierce. Ing my hole, uh, holes, sorry, that was plural. Sean Forney, 155.9 to 80.3. Uh, this was a bit of a trouncing. Uh, Matt had his way with Sean uh, a few times over. Bob, where did, where did Sean go wrong here? Uh, at least two things, and I'll, I'll come up with more as we go along, but at least two things. First of which, uh, you know, Sean, you could have just made it piercing my holes and we would have figured out that if you meant Damien Pierce, you didn't have to keep the E in there and make it really weirdly spelled with a space. The, punct- the punctuation in team names on this league has been all over the place this year. It's just it's what we do. It's what interesting, we do. Interesting choices being made. Uh, the second thing um, was that, man, like Devin Singletary did not really step up for him this week and uh, neither did DK Metcalf, which hurts me. Um, and I mean, you look at it like Marquise Brown even like uh, uh, has not been as good as as one would have hoped. I mean, he was better in week one with 12.3 points, but he's not like the top top wide receiver that we had hoped to see uh, for Arizona um, with um, uh, what's his name? DeAndre Hopkins out for was it six yeah. weeks or whatever? Six weeks. Yep. Yeah. I, Miles I, Sanders I had a fairly. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just saying, I agree. I expected more from uh, Brown from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Hunter, Hunter Henry with a big old zero. Miles Sanders only getting 10 points. I mean, he Miles Sanders uh, went off this week, but we're not there yet. So, um, wait, did he? No, no. Wait, I it didn't matter. I swear to God, I wait. Too. Miles Sanders looked good. Yeah, I swear to God, your run game looked great. I guess it's just he was missing that touchdown because Hurts got all the running touchdowns. He had had 17 carries for 80 yards. Uh, But the thing with Miles Sanders is uh, he's not going to get into the end zone very often. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, you guys have three three running backs as well. You're you're committee running backs too. So it's tough to gauge what he's going to get every year. 
Yeah, plus the quarterback who seems to That's run them true. in. Yeah, he seems to run them in as much as Sanders does. So I think I think Sanders is going to be a good volume play moving forward. He's going to get a lot of touches. He's definitely the number one, but uh, yeah, he may not get a ton of um, goal line work. Yeah, certainly until he gets injured, at least. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> the, Either the him Eagles or and hurts. Eagles and Niners running backs are cursed. There's, they have to be running back by committee because eventually, by the end of the season, almost all of them will be injured. Nobody can play in the same league as the 49ers running backs. They're always no, it's, it's insane. No, no. Niners running Look, backs. My first year fantasy are... football was terrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get I, I to had, you had, on that. Okay, good to hear. Good to hear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt had a, a very dominant showing with, uh, mm-hmm. well, Lamar Jackson and himself. I mean, I, I don't think he did much in the first half, but uh, he didn't need a first half. He only needed a second half where he scored a ridiculous 42 and a half points. Nick Chubb secured a nice 30 points. I mean, that he had a good performance. I mean, he's got a good team, but he had a really good performance this week. I think he would have beat Sean at 80 regardless. But uh, so, yeah, Jason, who who on that team scares you the most when you have to play Mr. Matt? Well, first off, I have to say that Matt literally would have beat him with three players, two players and a defense, actually. <laughs> so it's that's Sean. You got to work on that, by the way. Um, but yeah, L- Lamar Jackson scares me every week. I mean, he's just been just his numbers putting up is crazy. And then Sutton came out of nowhere with 16 points. I mean, he's a good, he's a good wide receiver, but um, you know, with Judy on the team and Sutton, you don't know who's going to hit every week. And he did this week. So that's awesome. And then you expect got a bit hobbled uh, halfway through that game, I think, but Cortland Sutton, yeah, is yeah, number yeah, one, but Judy, a close number two. And then, and then Chubb, by the way, I mean, I, I have Chubb's that's backup nice. basically. And, Three touchdowns. It's like give the other guy a chance, <laughs> ultimately. But yeah, Chubb crushed it. Um, San Francisco had a very good uh, day for defense, and you know that you know just put him over the top there. I mean, one hundred fifty-five point nine is crazy points. It is even with the new wide receiver. That's high. Um, with the extra wide receiver this year, that's high. I, I just love Nick Chubb's amazing effort in a insane losing effort. It's okay. I believe that the the Browns lost that game to the Jets with having a two touch, almost a thirteen point lead with a minute and a half, and then losing the game on like like letting that letting them have two walk in touchdowns effectively. Like ugh. the 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 Browns are hilarious. That that whole organization is hilarious. Wait, am I um, am I correct that the the Browns also missed their one of their extra points yes. or something like that oh, yeah. too? As, as, yeah. Oh, this, so there's the sheer, there's the reason right there. <laughs> the sheer volume of games that have been decided by missed easy field goals or extra points already in just in two weeks this year across the board. It's crazy. Mm. There's so many easy yeah. gimme kicks being missed across the league. It's nuts. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Matt's Matt's a powerhouse team. And, uh, you know, it's early and I'm probably cursing him by saying it. And I'm pretty sure I have cursed him by saying it in past seasons, but I feel like this could be the year of Matt. I mean, he's, got, <laughs> he's got a solid team. <laughs> a solid team. You have it here first. Bob's pick for the champion is Matt. Sorry, Matt, if you if, if you're listening to this podcast in uh, week 16 and you didn't win, it's Bob's fault. Definitely, definitely <laughs> my fault. All right, let's move on. Do we got Amadeo Meat Smith, Big Lou Zelly, against Yes Chief Pete Knox for a 110 loss to Pete at 132.1. Pete two and up, moving on two and zero. Again, Pete Pete had an odd draft, but it is working for him with his uh, stars and scrubs. 
um, picking up some good waiver wire pickups, which did he even play? He's the one that picked up uh, Jeff Wilson, didn't he, or did he not? Um, yeah, I don't, see I don't know. Yeah, he's right there. He's this uh, second number two running back oh, yes, picking up because yes. I think he spent like fifty some dollars on Jeff Wilson, uh, which is going to do him well up until uh, he's injured. Well, he dodged <laughs> Jeff Wilson dodged the injury this week because their third running back got injured this week, but it wasn't <laughs> Jeff Wilson. It was the third one in the depth chart, not the second one in the depth chart. So he's got another week at least. Nice. Yes. So Pete again has been able to uh, remain undefeated. Uh, Bob, what do you like about his team here? Uh, Changing a diaper. What's going on here? Bob froze. All right, Jason. <laughs> what did you? <laughs> what do you like about <laughs> Bob's team or Bob Pete's team? Well, first off, which one's Pete's team? Sorry, a new guy here. Oh, uh, yes, Chief. Yes, Chief. So okay. He's got Joe Burrow. He's got McCaffrey. He picked up uh, Jeff Wilson. He's got Cooper Cup. I mean, he's got yep. a star-studded yep. top-tier team there with uh, Debo. I mean, his worst players, Mark Ingram, uh, only getting five points this week. Yeah. But, I mean, they were playing Tampa Bay, who has a huge run defense. Yeah, I got I to gotta come back to the defense again. 26 points. I mean, Tampa Bay just somehow made, made it work out that – I mean, a TD, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries. That's crazy. Um, 26 points for defense is, is just nuts. Uh, and then, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And then you got Tom Brady breaking uh, tablets on the sideline. What's that all about? Man, that was pretty funny. Well, first off, oh, I have Tom Brady. Bob's back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was having this whole, I was going on this whole diatribe and then realized that my connection had gotten bad for my laptop. So I wasn't getting recorded at all. It yeah, was pretty funny, Brady's though. I'll, I'll just say it was pretty funny. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I was going to say, Tom Payne is def- definitely feeling the pain of having, like, no receivers. I mean, in, uh, in week three, he's coming up with basically no one. He's been, maybe he might have Julio Jones, but ultimately, uh, you know, Mike Evans is going to be out with that uh, one-game suspension. Chris Godwin's going to be out. So he's going to be throwing to uh, – uh, what's the guy they just picked up? Uh, they just picked up a, a slot receiver that used to play on Dallas. Uh, mine's not working. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you know, Fr- by the way. 10.2 points. That's a good pickup right there. I mean, he seems to be one of Pittsburgh's uh, go-to players at this point. Yes. Yeah, so what I, what, I, what I had been trying to say before my connection got shitty was that, um, yeah, I, I, I hate to admit it, but Pete's, like I said it last week too, but Pete's draft, he got a lot of good players for $1 uh, after, after mm-hmm. uh, getting, you know, spending all his money on McCaffrey and Cup and McCaffrey, you know, underperforming yeah. so far. Uh, underperforming and, and, and then and Kittle getting... Yeah, kill being, being injured. Out. Yeah. Like, it's so. annoying. It's pretty annoying. I'll, I'll say that. I agree, Pete. We are all annoyed, but but well done so far. And we got Amadeo Meat Smith's uh, Big Lou, who, uh, who you know, he put up a fight there, but uh, didn't quite do it. But he had Jalen Hurts putting up. Man, Jalen Hurts hot is game. hot game. Yeah. He's going to be a fan. Game fantasy he's gonna be a, he's gonna be like a lamar jackson type of player where he is just going to get you points here comes the homers no i'm not i'm not even an eagles fan i am legitimately <laughs> excited to watch the eagles every week jalen hurts is fun to watch as long as he can stay healthy and not get hobbled by the like like he did last year, week with the uh, sorry last year rather with the ankle industry man right. he's, he is fun to watch play that offense is fun to no, watch. Yeah, it is, yeah and i did bring it up to Lou last podcast where I was a little worried about him because it was either he was running it or he was throwing to Brown and that was it. But this week uh, he showed up. 
he showed up that he could he could pass it around. So I'm I'm pretty excited from a Eagles fandom standpoint. And he's yeah, still on the ground, which is what's important to me. But it's true. We have. <laughs> but, when we get uh, to really great. When we get to your team, we will have a moment of silence for all Eagles fans who did not draft uh, Brown. True. <laughs> but Devonta Smith got involved this week too, which is you know I mean great for Big Lou because he has him. Yeah, um, that's I'm excited. And, and that great for the Eagles because they needed to get him involved. So yes, yeah. Austin Eckler kind of un, underperforming lately. Uh, do you think he's going to be able to bounce back, Bob, or do you think he's uh, kind of come down from last year's start? Um, I, yeah, he'll, he'll bounce back. I mean, as uh, that the uh, the well, as long as Herbert's still in there, yes, he'll bounce back. That's another thing that I'm worried about. But um, yeah, I, I think Austin Eckler will probably be fine. I mean, honestly, even Christian McCaffrey will probably be fine. All of these guys that are underperforming, uh, I would say at least. Four of the top five uh, drafted running backs that are uh, most of them are underperforming right now, and I'm pretty sure all of them are going to bounce back and be fine. I think a little bird. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter that uh, <laughs> should be fine. Christian McCaffrey will be fine. Yeah, I was going to say, I, saw, I heard from one of the one of the main guys on ESPN that uh, Field Yates, I believe, that no one has had two 17 point, seat, 17 point games yet this season, mm-hmm. which is nuts for you know the top five guys. Uh, it will happen eventually. I think Eckler and McCaffrey are just going to, they're going to blow up eventually. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I, I know there's a bunch of people banking on it. So here's hoping. So let's move on to uh, Gritty Eats Baby Souls, Kevin Broderick, 112.6 against I Got Rub. Jason Flurry. I'm going to hand this right over to Jason and, be, and, and, and ask him. So uh, how'd you feel going in? And uh, obviously, what went wrong here? I felt good going in. Um, Brady has been underperforming this year, uh, but maybe that's because the matchups have been pretty bad for him. I mean, New Orleans has historically been tough for him over the past three years. So I, I knew something was going to be pretty bad for that, that aspect. But so far, I've been pretty happy with my running backs. I mean, being that I'm picking them up in the sixth round or seventh round, they, they, they've been scoring pretty well. And, you know, Gibson has been actually a lot better than expected because what, Brian Robinson, I believe, is out for the next two weeks. Uh, yep. at least. So he's been putting up good numbers for me. Um, Kelsey has been you no know, Kelsey. He's the number one guy. Um, he kind of underperformed this week, but shit happens. Uh, Tyreek Hill blew up this week. I was super happy about that. Um, that, that was a great pickup. Um, then yeah, I mean, Tyreek fantastic. I mean, Waddle also, by the way, in that game, they, they just were mm-hmm. crazy. I, I can't believe that yeah. Tua did so well. Um, CD lamb, uh, you know, he doesn't have Dak anymore. Um, everybody expected him to be, you know, that number one receiver on the team. And so far, Brown's been the better receiver on the team. So, uh, you know, what can you do? Now, lastly, uh, Indianapolis. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say a point. I just, Donovan Peoples-Jones going from 11 targets to one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. drop is something. Yeah. And, and you know what? That one was a review in the end zone. It was a touchdown in the end zone that they reviewed and, and turned over. Oh, oh that's a okay. Brutal. Yeah, so that so that definitely hurts. Yeah, so you know, week one, eleven targets. Week two, one target. And I was like, I mean, you couldn't get like two points, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I I already dropped him by the way, so he's gone. All that. <laughs> no, no, you get me zero, you're out. <laughs> um, I got some, I got some stories about zeros. Yeah, but you, you also you you drafted um, 
Kyle Pitts, who was high on a lot of people's lists, including mine, and you you played it right by not putting him in your lineup. But uh, you, uh, how do you feel about Pitts going forward? Well, I think he feels. I think I know exactly how he feels about him because he <laughs> turned him right around and traded him. Oh, did it? Oh, no. that's right. It's not even just that, though. I mean, I, I think Pitts is going to turn around. But when you take into account the fact that they haven't shown him like any respect whatsoever on the team, they they might get him maybe six targets a game, I think, and he'll he'll probably do pretty well. He'll be around the the eight the eight point nine point mark for the rest of the season. But you know, with uh, the new the new receiver, that rookie, I can't remember exactly who it is. To tell the truth, uh, London with London. I mean, he's just been he's blown up so far. And I was I was just like, okay, well. You know, he's gone two weeks, and he's averaging, like, 11 points a game. I have a second tight end that, you know, I don't use because I have Kareem Hunt and other uh, running backs that are going to get more touches than him. So why not trade him Trade him away for, not, for a possibility of having that third or fourth receiver that's going to get me, you know, 10-plus points a week? That's my mentality. Yeah. No, I, so I, I forgot that he got traded. So let's look at that real quick. So you traded him to, uh, to Lou for uh drake london who had a killer game last week uh with atlanta so you 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 still feel good about that trade yeah i mean i feel like it's a fair trade i mean i i don't expect uh kyle pitts to you know hit 20 points a game i mean even even kelsey's not going to do that so he's gonna he's gonna have an up and down season especially with the coach basically saying no he's not he's not a fantasy guy he's he's trying to win games uh you know i heard that on twitter as well so at this point he's being used as a blocker and I don't think yeah. the coach cares that he's a fantastic player. So he might get him a few more touches, but I don't see him scheming to get him the ball consistently throughout the season. Yeah, that may be true. I mean, that may be true. I mean, I I definitely like your trade, frankly, because I, I like London a lot. I think he's there's a lot of upside there, a lot of upside there, and he's proven it. Um, and like, and Mariota likes him too, so why not? And mm-hmm. like you said, it doesn't bode too well to have two tight ends. So I think that was yeah, I I, I think that was a good trade for both of you. So. And then let's look at uh, Kevin's team real quick here. I mean, he's got uh, could be the MVP here, Josh Allen, who's been crushing it lately, um, scoring 30 points, just shy of 30 points. Swift didn't quite bring the game as much, but still got pretty good points there. Um, and then Curtis Came Samuel. Out late too. Yeah, that's right. He did. And he's fine, Curtis, though. He's fine. Curtis Samuel off the waiver wire for what was it? It was like twenty some dollars, right? He 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 picked yeah. him up off the wire. I I <laughs> I'm upset. Thought, how much did you bid for him? I don't remember, but it was. I mean, I, I I was thinking it was still early enough in the season to be able to bid. I think it's like nine yeah. or ten bucks. So, so it was I, not. Yeah, I put I put down fifteen for him. I put down fifteen, and and I also complained to him. I complained on it on our uh, our chat too. I'm like, who yeah. puts down $25 for a, you know, a waiver wire mm-hmm. pick? And that's why. I, I mean, yeah. crap, you did awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love that it's Mr. It's Mr. It's Kevin. It's Mr. During the draft being like, anyone who's picking, oh, uh, Reds, <laughs> uh, not Reds, a uh, yeah. commander's wow. receiver right. is crazy. I mean, they got, and then he goes and spends a quarter <laughs> of his draft budget or his uh, fab budget on Curtis Samuel, and it's the right call. It's, yeah. it's sickening, mm-hmm. it's sickening yep. to me. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Kevin made a good choice there, I think. And uh, he's going on to week three at 2-0. and So uh, well done, Kevin. And uh, leave a little for the rest of us next time, please. Well, he's still, right. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, there you go. Beat him, though. I was trying to switch to the next game, and my computer didn't want to do it. So here I am. All right. So the next game, I don't really want to talk about. Artisanal Honey Cured Joe 
versus hurried pity city me 82 mm-hmm. another pathetic another pathetic uh matchup i have to admit 82.9 78.5 i uh have not performed well at all this season um i have to admit this week was difficult so obviously week one uh very poor performance by my team so i was ready to make a bunch of changes but then injury came in and forced me to reallocate those changes uh mostly i did not want to play zeke but with uh camara going out i didn't have a choice to play zeke and patterson there um and then uh who else did? I, oh, I wanted to play Julio because Julio was looking pretty good. And then Julio was out. I mean, I was hoping Julio would make it two weeks without getting hurt, but no such luck. Um, well, he is like 58. So I'm like, <laughs> Alan <laughs> Robinson showed up, which I was happy about. And then, um, yeah, Chicago Bears are dead to me now with uh, Darnell Mooney getting significantly more than zero points at point one point. And uh, Cole Komet putting up his second goose in a row. So he's, I'm going to be making some drastic changes with my Bears. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm, a, I'm amazed what's going on with the Bears pass catching. Like, I was pretty high on Mooney going into the draft, and I'm glad you outbid me for him. Uh, <laughs> like, I, was, Jesus. I, was, I was really happy I got him for my third wide receiver. I was, I left that yeah. draft very happy with that. And, that has hurt so bad. And I watched a lot of that game because it was the Sunday night game, I think. And uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Fields. I don't trust anything he does. He doesn't throw the ball. I think he threw it like 11 times total or something. And they just, they were down and they still weren't throwing it. I don't trust any Bears wide receiver or pass catcher anymore. Yeah, understandable. I mean, this... Like I considered, uh, I looked at this game thinking maybe it would be a game of the week, but then you no, know, neither of you guys scored enough. I mean, at least you could take heart, Andrew. You did, you know, with with uh, seventy eight point five points, you did score twenty two more points than last week. So thank you, Bob. Thanks for <laughs> you're on the upswing. I, uh, I I thought I was going to win because going into Monday the Monday night games. Um, I was looking like I was going to win with even such a pathetic score, and it did not turn out to be such. I think it was uh, what Derrick Henry ended up scoring a touchdown, which put him over. I think it was. I can't remember now. But Yeah, we'll just be happy that Aaron Rodgers got 16.2 points. I still got Tom Brady that has hardly passed 10 points each week. Yeah, I was high on Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. thinking that he uh, was too well. But Sorry, fellas. I need to step away for a minute. I will hopefully be back before my game. I'll be recording. but I'm still recording. <laughs> so keep talking because we're recording. All right. Okay. Makes sense. Isn't Bob the worst now that he's gone? We can just talk trash. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> we kind of there. Yeah. All right. Faked me out. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's, uh, wait, Joe, Joe had Russell Wilson again. Russell Wilson has been a little bit disappointing. I was high on Russ going into the season and Denver just doesn't seem to have their act together either. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. If he's going to pull out of this spiral or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I had Russell Wilson as my, my, my target uh, this year um, over Tom Brady. And I, I, expe- I thought he was going to come in and, and make that team much better with, you know, some deep targets and everything. I mean, he's the best deep target passer in the league. 
And yeah. it's just, it just hasn't happened either with Judy or Sutton. It's just like, uh, uh, they, they might need a new offensive coordinator. I don't know. But ultimately, it's not what I expected of Russell Wilson this year. Yeah. And then, I mean, the rest of his team, I, mean, I, I can't say too much about the rest of his team underperforming, seeing how we just talked about my team. But the freaking Bills defense, give me a freaking break. <laughs> I agree. 20 points of that TikTok, Andrew. The, the Bills are going to be tough to beat both offensively and defensively this year. I mean, they have a, a fantastic offense, and their their defense is also really good, elite. Um, I mean, being in the same division as them, well, there's no way the Patriots are even going to come close to contending. They're they're just far and above uh, probably the best AFC East AFC East team. Yeah, I can get behind the Bills. I, I I'm excited for them since they've been so bad for so long. I'm I'm excited yeah, for a, a Bills run. Hey, but at least he got uh, Goddard there. I mean, Goddard you know, put up some numbers. Yeah, he had a couple drop passes in the game, but, uh, you know, 10.7. You can't complain about that from a, from a uh, tight end. No, not this year. Tight ends are – tight end points are hard to come by this year. <laughs> Coming from you with uh, Komet over there. Uh, fuck it. I was so excited I got Komet, too. I was high on him, and he was my target. Like, I, I knew it knowing I should only get him for a, a couple bucks. I was so excited, and here I am week two gonna drop his ass oh i'm so disappointed well he was the big sleeper i mean I, like you you talk to different like cbs and you know fantasy pros or whatever you know the, he was the sleeper that people were like, t- t- telling you to go for and i and it just, paying, it just hasn't yeah yeah i paid five bucks for him because i i wanted him and oh, that has not paid out obviously no it is unfortunate for you and in case anyone's wondering, I'm on mobile and I'm taking care of Hero One now podcasting. So I've officially gone full Pete on uh, on our podcast. So. Hey, it happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to go slow through the next one, or you want me to go right to your game, Bob? Uh, I, I need I need to uh, interject real quickly. By the way, Devontae Parker. I don't know who would ever want to pick him up right now. Like he's gotten like one target in two games. So drop him. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I mean, he's not doing well at all. I mean, you got uh, Aguilar and uh, Myers that are the only targets. Hen- Sorry, I know we're going to get into it, but Henry, terrible. Johnny Smith, terrible. Uh, no one's getting targets other than those two, other, those two guys, Myers and uh, uh, Aguilar. So, good luck. Uh, I would also say the same thing about Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah, yeah Galladay. Yeah, I just yeah. dropped him out of the league. He's done, done. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's done. He may not be done. Now that I've said he's done, done, he'll probably have a big game. But, you know, it seems like yeah. he's cool. Not being involved. Well, don't, in they have, don't they have Sterling Shepard coming back though this week? He's been back. He's he's been the only pass catcher that the Giants have. Okay, well I'm an idiot then. So anyway, <laughs> I yeah. guess he's doing well. But yeah, I haven't seen anything with Galladay happening at all. It's uh, yeah, it's time to let him go. All right, so we're gonna move on to. Oh, Bob, did you want me to go to your game next, or do you want me to go to Lou? Oh, and Bob's gone, so we're gonna go to Lou. No, I mean, no, I'm still here. I'm just missing my mute button. Yeah, let's let's bounce to my game. That would make things a little bit easier, I think. Okay, all right. So the game of the week. Is that good, Bob? Was that a good intro? <laughs> I like it. Yes. Yeah, stop, stop asking me stuff while I'm trying to change my full screen settings. <laughs> all right, emerging from the diapers, Bob Gonzalez. Uh, close victory, 110.7 to 106.8 against last action hero, Seth. Bob, how, are, you, are you available to talk? I assume you're available to talk. Yes, I am. Uh, hopefully everyone can hear me fine because I'm now doing it sort of across the room. But, oh, man, what, what a nail biter. I, I, you know, um, 
you know, they just and 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 the opportunity, you know, AJ Brown going up with a ten point lead, going up against Seth with uh, he had Dalvin Cook, Traylon Burks, and Greg Joseph, uh, the kicker for Minnesota, all going at the same time against just AJ Brown and just you know to have him get, get the win against an Eagles fan too. It just it it makes it so much sweeter, you know, um, and. and the the more I can kind of you know get that value on AJ Brown really really twist the knife you guys let just letting me have him. All um, right, all right, let's have it. So let's let's have our moment of silence for Lou since he's still very upset that he let you have him. I feel like all of you should be. Uh, I I don't disagree, but Lou seems to be taking it harder than most. <laughs> it was a very quick moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care that much. Have our moment of shit talking uh, for, um, but. You know, like it, I just it came down to the wire. It was amazing. I know. I honestly thought I had no chance. The fact that it, it, in the, in my other league, I also was going up against a difficult uh, situation with um, Jalen Hurts as my my QB, and you know, I just I couldn't have been rooting for the Eagles more. Is all I'm saying. And it really played out well, and it, it worked out great for everybody except for Seth. So uh, it felt pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, I mean, with, with Taylor and Cook. I don't understand how both those fantastic running backs just uh, crapped the bed this week. I mean, it's, it, I feel bad for him, to tell you the truth, kind of. Well, uh, other than the fact that he beat me last week. <laughs> well, see, here's the history with Jonathan Taylor. Last year, um, uh, Cortland Sutton had a fairly decent first four weeks, and Jonathan Taylor had a terrible first four weeks. And Seth was trashing him, so I, I put a trade offer for him and took him for uh, Sutton and somebody, some tight end that immediately got injured. Kittle? I think it was Kittle. I think I traded a Kittle as well for Jonathan Taylor. And uh, from the point I traded for Jonathan Taylor on, he was the number one running back in, in um, fantasy last year. So, you know, Seth picked him up knowing that he had already spurned him. And you know, Jonathan Taylor knows that I love him, man. I would have taken him in a heartbeat if, if Seth hadn't spent all that money on him. So I, I really feel like he just, you know, he out of respect – for um, the team that really cares about him and loves him. Jonathan Taylor, he took a knee. He took a knee this week, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. it for him. And when it comes to Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, I actually had Dalvin Cook last year, and he took a knee for me for no reason the entire season. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just kind of – it was funny. <laughs> there, was some, there was some karma there, and it all worked out pretty well. And, uh, and I'm glad I didn't get burned by the fact that Mike Evans decided to be a jackass and get ejected from a game when he was, like, their only wide receiver. Um, when, when, how late in the game did he get ejected? Was it, it was like the third late. quarter? It was, yeah. like, it was like the middle of the third quarter or something like that. Just the whole, that whole thing, the, the Tampa Bay shouldn't have won that game because they were acting like a bunch of jackasses, Brady included. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, Saints should have punished them on that. But, you know, Brady yeah, now Evan, and now Evans is out for another week. But I'm glad that I don't have to actually, I'm not very worried about it because, man, my rookie. Uh, you talk about Drake London. He's the other rookie that wide receiver that I like a lot. But Garrett Wilson for the Jets. Man, yeah, he's been getting shit line of targets. He had the two touchdowns, including the game winner last week. He's in my starting lineup this week. Jarvis Landry, get the fuck out of there. Mike yeah. Evans, suspended. you get the fuck out of here. I'm going Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers next week. And I'm feeling fairly confident about it, which is also weird to say about Jacoby Myers. But, you know, Garrett Wilson. I, 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 man, he looks I mean, good. Jacoby Myers is the number one in New England. And, uh, Jones is straight up like that's his, that's his receiver, so he's going to get nine receptions. It's just a matter yeah. of you know will the guy get in the end zone? Last year only got two touchdowns, 
which is weird considering how many yeah like 126 targets that year crazy yeah so i'm i'm, I, I'm loving i'm loving my wide receiver depth right now uh naji harris has me pretty concerned uh mostly ooh. because pittsburgh D, he's getting the volume that i expected but pittsburgh's offense my god my god yeah, that offense bad. i so, i'm I'm not looking forward to tomorrow's game, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. I think it's going to be a little boring. Yeah, probably. But sometimes the most boring-looking games are the ones that are the best. So that's true. That's true. I got to root for the Steelers. I mean, you don't have I, mean to. I, I think I think Chubb's going to just run it down their throat to tell the truth. I mean, they, they let uh, Damian Harris just run all over him. So uh, I mean, well, I say run all over him, but I mean, it wasn't seventy yards and a touchdown. Chubb is ten times better. So I think Chubb's going to get like 120 yards and maybe two touchdowns. So yeah, it'll be exciting for Cleveland. I think Pittsburgh's going to be a little unhappy about it. So let, let, I mean, I think we've mostly covered our game. I think it was it was also uh, also kind of karma funny seeing uh, Seth fall into the same trap I did in my work league with Kenyon Drake. I played him in my work league too, and that was a bad decision. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. The, the, yeah, the, the Baltimore's running game outside of uh, Lamar Jackson is also having to worry about J.K. Dobbins, but we'll never, you know, we'll see. Uh, if he had played Brees Hall, though. Yeah, Brees had a game. Better. All right, so let's move on to the last game of yep. the week. Bateman versus Super Rahman. Luzeri versus 50 Shades of Trey. 125 to 154. Uh John Zelly beating Lou Zelly, Battle of the Zelly Cousins. Um, First Zelly Bowl of the year, I believe. I couldn't remember if last week, I mean, there's so many Zellies. I mean, there's chances are one playing the other. Two thirds of the league. I mean, God damn. Uh, yeah. I, so you missed this. We were, and when we were in Ireland, we were talking about needing a replacement uh, uh, member to the JSP. And I said, rule number one, no more Zellies. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Zelly did not take kindly to that. She, I'm, I'm glad it worked out. So I got the whole family in the league. What's that? What, what said, we, need rename, we need to rename the league Lou, Lou Six Pack. Lou's that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got Lou who had uh, Mahomes scoring 13. Barkley again, uh, you know, for what Barkley is, that's a solid. I mean, 10 isn't what he probably wanted, but it's still pretty good. Javante Williams. Um, so he had a lot of players that. That 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 scored, and then of course you had the Waddle Nader shooting thirty. What what did uh, Tyreek Hill have? To get thirty six point six, he had like one hundred and ninety yards and two TDs. So those two put together were nuts. How often do you have two wide receivers on the same team both scoring above thirty points? It's ridiculous. Agreed. But it wasn't enough to defeat John. Uh, even with Trey Lance going out early in the game. Uh, I was I was doing some work in the basement, and Jen came down and said, uh, "There's a quarterback that's getting hauled off." I said, "My quarterback's not playing, so I don't care." <laughs> uh, well, is the is the the Seahawks that hurt him? And uh, when it happened, I was like, "Shit, we're gonna be in trouble." Because I'd actually <laughs> rather play against Lance than Jimmy G. But, Although yeah. I am pretty disappointed, I, was, I wanted Trey Lance. I wanted to see what the kid could do uh, long term. Uh, so I'm a little disappointed that he's out. Is he out for the season or just is oh, it temporary? Yeah, yeah, he he snapped his ankle. He's yeah, he broke he broke his ankle in two places. So it's yeah. uh, two different injuries on the ankles. Kind of crazy. Come on, get on the roids. He can he can come back. By the way, I want to bring this up because uh, maybe you guys agree, maybe you guys don't. Um, I am I'm pretty torn about the fact that they don't show replays of gruesome injuries anymore. Like I get it. <laughs> I do. I get it. I really get it. But I also want to see. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah. 
I want to see that leg snap in half and turn to like a V. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember seeing those things. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I get you. Yeah, it's medically, it's medically interesting. That's all I'm saying. Bob wants to sit there and analyze what happened. Oh, that was definitely the fifth metal tarsal that broke. Well, you could definitely tell there's ligament damage on this one because you can see how the snapback happens. So yeah, you got that I, rubber band snap. Oh, that's an ACL. For... That's an ACL. Yeah. But he didn't need Trey Lance because he had some monster performances with um, Aaron Jones, Stefan Diggs, and uh, the Sun God all scoring above 30 points. Ridiculous. Not to mention Mike Williams scoring 21 points. Didn't need Trey Lance. Didn't need Chase Edmonds. Didn't need Rashad Penny. Uh, he just said, I'll, I'll use them another day. So uh, that was a scary performance. He just needs, I mean, Bob, is this going to be consistent for uh, John, or do you think this is a one-week thing? John's a strong uh, a strong manager. Uh, I think, I don't think he's going to be putting up numbers like this every week. I mean, God help us if he is. Um, but I, I do think that he can, he's going to have a strong season. He has a good team. He has a strong team. He's really, really good at wide receiver. Uh, a little bit weaker at running back. Unless Etienne really uh, starts picking it up. Um, Khalil Herbert, thank God, seems to have dropped off this past week um, because I have David Montgomery, and I really don't want to see him start cutting into that share more. Um, and Rashad should be fine, but at, like Seahawks offense, I don't know what to even say about us now. So, you know, he's weak at running back, strong at wide receiver, as a lot of us, tend, uh, a number of us tend to be. Um, and, I mean, who's going to be his QB now? That's That's a big question. So... Yeah, he's going to have to do a little waiver wire action. Yeah, All right. Okay, yeah. So that's week two. Let's move on to week three. There's no charts, Bob. I don't know how to, I don't know how to go forward. All right, this one, you can just call him out. It's fine. I'm just kidding. All right. So um, we got Bateman. So we got yeah, Bateman versus Superman versus uh, Pity City. We got a projection of 116 to 101. Uh, I need to make some uh, some changes to the lineup, so that projection is going to change a little bit because, yeah, I don't know. I I, I got to figure out some things. I got to take out some uh, zeros. I think that uh, I think that uh, that projection is a bit optimistic for you right now, based on your past <laughs> performance, Andrew. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you might want to work on that. Losing 116 to 101 is almost like a victory for me. If you get to 101 mm, yeah. and you put up like another 20-point gain, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm playing the long game here. So, Bob, who's winning this game? Uh, sorry, Andrew. I, until proven otherwise, I'm pretty worried about your team for you. So I'm going to go with uh, bait, bait, bait Man versus Super... Ramon, Waddler, Penguin, Dude, Lou. <laughs> clean it, let's clean up your name, Louie. Come on. <laughs> Something better and cleaner we can go with here. All right. So at this point, Lou, I would like you to make your name more complicated just despite Bob. Yeah, Jason. Good solution, too. Who's winning this game? Uh, I think it's actually going to be a little closer game than, than expected, especially if you uh, take out commit and put in somebody that actually can get some points for you. Um, and then if you, if you put in a couple other guys from your bench, I think that, uh, you'll, you'll come close, but ultimately you're going to lose, unfortunately. Um, you know, with, with Mahomes in there and Bateman and Waddle, 
uh, it's it's tough to 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 overcome that with uh, some of the guys you have on your team. I'm not gonna lie, I don't blame either one of you for picking Lou, but Lou, you're going down. I'm winning. This is gonna be my first win of the week, and it's gonna be embarrassing, Lou. I'm sorry, you're gonna be embarrassed. Andrew, quick before we move on from this one, were you actually p- taking note of who was picking what on the, uh, yeah. the picks last week? How did how did people do? I was hoping you weren't going to say that. I um, I was going to transfer my um, stone and tablet sheet that I wrote down onto a spreadsheet, and I forgot the paper at work. So um, right, I you, will. Hey, you were, you were chiseling that in. I remember hearing that. Yeah, the I, I will announce last week's and this week's winners next week i apologize fail i know sorry good no thank you andrew thank you for <laughs> stepping up i'm sure joe Park can automate it for you if you ask matt <laughs> probably well when he gets back from his vacay i'll have him work that out when he stops hanging out on the beach anyway yeah. next game artisanal honey cured joe 105 projection versus 50 shades of trey john with only a 94.1 projection jason who's gonna win this game well, I mean, looking at the numbers here, um, I think that uh, Fifty Shades of Trey actually has a chance once he gets a quarterback. Um, I mean, there's, there's a couple quarterbacks out there that, that might get him 13 to 17 points. That puts him over the top as it is. Um, I don't know. He's got the Buffalo uh, – Artisanal Honey has that Buffalo defense in there. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be actually really close. Um, provided Carr can get uh, Devontae Adams some numbers there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a higher point game. I think it's going to be around 120 each, but, um, I got to, I think like, overall, I think 50 shades of trade might have a chance. Yeah. Bob. Well, I just remembered that. Uh, and I do want to point this out that, I, yes, he did. So, um, Marlon Mack, uh, on Joe's team was a, a free agent when he drafted him in the draft, which makes no sense. Why would I say drafted him in the draft? Of course he drafted. Where else would you draft him? Anyway. Um, we're all we're all confused. Keep going. <laughs> he paid one dollar for him when he was a free agent, not on any team. He in week one got uh, put on as someone else's. He went. I think it was the Colts practice squad he started on, and then he went left that practice squad to go to the San Francisco practice squad. Now, since San Francisco has already lost two of their running backs in the first two weeks, he's now made it to the active roster. Mm. Joe may be playing the long game. Which then becomes a short game because as soon as he starts playing, he's going to get injured because that's what happens with Niners running backs. But, you know, it is kind of some interesting 3D chess that he picked up a free agent and two weeks later, there's a solid chance that he might start playing. Like, he might become a starter soon. So, Is, is John playing us all for fools? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, it's Joe, not John. John's oh, playing sorry. us all for fools in other ways. <laughs> Joe, I think, is just uh, sneaky. Uh, just other sneaky. than that, though, I think Joe has no chance. So John's going to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I think John's going to win it. I know the projection. Well, he doesn't have a quarterback in there yet. So um, as long as holiday zero point Kenny Galladay. So I mean, yeah, as long as as long as he makes some changes, I still think I think yeah, I think John's going to take it. All right, you better mark that down. I did. Forget the fix. We all we all pick the same one. All right, we got uh, gritty eats baby souls. Kevin Broderick, one hundred twenty one point six. Last action hero. Seth, 117.5. I don't know if they've got everybody situated. That's what's hard about taking these projections. But, uh, Bob, who's going to win this game? Oh, boy. I 
really, really hope that Seth wins it because someone needs to knock Kevin down his peg because he can't. You, you never want the champion who's already wildly <laughs> just got married, so he's living on top of the world already. Anyway, uh, and now he's starting off two and zero in the subsequent season. Uh, this this has to end, and I think Seth is going to be the one to end it. I mean, he's the one who started drafting his teams when he first entered the league uh, without us even realizing it. So, um, you know, I think, I think Seth's, uh, ready to take down his, uh, his, um, shadow proxy champion. I don't, I don't even know what to call him if he's the one who actually drafted it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Seth's going to win. Seth's going to win this game. Handle All it. Right. Handle going to win this game. Cause Jonathan's going to boom. All right. I'm going to make an asterisk next to your pick that says handily. So now you get an extra point if he wins handily. I'm just making up rules as I go. Sounds fair. Jason, what, what, who's going to win this match? All right, since I don't know everybody, I can't go off by names and like Seth and John and all that crap. Uh, uh, Baby Souls versus Last Auction Hero. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see that aspect. Um, I mean, personally, I think Christian Kirk's going to go off a lot more than just 11.2 points against the Chargers. Um, McLaurin, I don't see that happening. But I think his running backs are actually going to hit their numbers this week. So, you know, I, I might have to give the go-ahead to a last auction hero in this aspect, provided that Josh Allen doesn't throw five touchdowns or six touchdowns and run one in. All right. I'm making it a note. Um, is, is Swift playing? Is he hurt? How, how bad is Swift hurt? Is he coming back? Well, according to the ever-important uh, JoeBot uh, fantasy feed that uh, you can join by... I've already forgotten what the secret way of joining the the bot spam channel is but there's a bot spam channel ask matt how to join it it's a secret i don't know why it's a secret i tried to tell everyone how to do it it's very useful it's not a, anyway it's, it's not a secret now according to the bot spam channel uh yeah uh, swift was back at practice practicing okay. mostly fully today so i'm pretty sure he's gonna be fine so i'm gonna give this game to kevin i think his team's gonna stay going he's made some good moves i like curtis samuel uh so I'm, I'm going to, I'm taking it. I'm giving it to Kevin. All right, moving on. Oh, where are we going here? All right, we got, Ooh, how juicy could we make this emerging from the diapers? Bob versus I got chub rub Jason 114.1 to 114 with Bob getting the extra 10th of a point. Uh, over the top, obviously. I'm gonna start, Jason. How how confident you you are you gonna take take Bob down this week? Uh, I gotta say that uh, I'm not confident in Brady this week since he has pretty much no receivers. Um, but you know everybody else on my team, I think is decent uh, and will work out quite well. Um, and then my defense needs to be better than what it is. But yeah, I think I think I got a good chance this week. I mean, both both week last two weeks, I've been pretty close to making it happen, but. Uh, I've had one or two players on my team just not perform whatsoever. So I, I think this week uh, is going to be the week that I, I come out of the losing column. All right. You heard it here. Jason is going to uh, hit his first win this week. Bob, do you agree? Well, uh, no, I don't. Here's why. Uh, well, first of all, I guess as long as Justin Herbert starts, even if he doesn't, though, I already went and picked up Matt Stafford as my backup. So I'm feeling fairly confident against with that. But you know, here's what here's what here's what it comes down to. It's the fact that, that we got me, a former Pats fan who has now uh, 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 very much thrown them away in favor of the Seahawks um, with uh, going up against a current Pats fan who's just 
chasing past glory, really. I mean, <laughs> and, and to the point of picking up the past glory that left the team to go to Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, on, on top of that, I think he's going to end up getting beat by uh, my boy, Garrett Wilson of the Jets, the rookie, the rookie Jet slaughtering a Pats fan, uh, which is it's too good of a storyline. So I, I think that's what's really going to uh, you know, turn this and give me the win. I like your running commentary. Uh, it's good. It's well done. Um, but uh, yeah, Bob, I think your team is, is, is stronger than it was. I'd love the addition of uh, or putting Garrett Wilson into your lineup. So uh, I'm given, I'm given, I think this is going to be, Bob, you might have two games of the week in a row. This is going to be a good game, but I'm giving it to Bob. Frankly, the thing that scares me the most is Tyreek Hill. He could absolutely annihilate me if, by himself. So we'll see. All right. Another close one. Amadeo Meat Smith's Lou Zelly, 113.7 versus Piercing My Hole, Sean Forney, 113.8. Again, another tenth of a point separation. Who do I start with first? I start Jason. Bob, who's going to win this game? Listen, I was doing a lights. I was I was getting involved with the lightsaber battle with my wife and son, so I wasn't paying attention to which game you were even talking about. Which one was it again? <laughs> uh, now, see, you're getting punished. You just have to pick a team at random and see if you're right. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Sean. No, I can't go with Sean though because he's gonna lose. Who's even playing? Where is it? Where is this game? He's he's, he's picking up. He's uh, playing Big Lou. God damn! Why? God. I've right. He's piercing my hose hold now. Oh yeah, go for it. So you're picking oh, Sean. Yeah. All right. Uh, Too late. I wrote it down. Jason, who's who's so, winning this game? I'm picking Sean. Yes, I'm picking Sean. Well, it's gonna be a tough one. They both look pretty terrible right now. Um, let's see here. Uh, and you have Justin Jefferson that that could That's blow good. up, but I don't. I don't know if he's gonna actually do it. And DK Metcalf has been pretty terrible this year. Um. But then on the other side, you know, Eckler hasn't been fantastic. It's really it's a tough decision to tell you the truth. Um, I'm, this is going to be like a toss up for me. I'm going to take the person that does not have Hunter Henry. So uh, Amadeo meets Smith. So I'm going to go for. That's not a bad analogy. Um, I also think this is going to be a very close game. Um, I I'm going to give it to uh, to Big Lou Amadeo meets Smith. I think he's going to be able to take it uh, from Sean, but. Uh, yeah, good luck, Sean. You need this win. You need to get out of the 0-2. You should all get out of the 0-2. So I just noticed that, uh, so Sean has Pierce space in my holes. Obviously, I knew that already. That's not what I'm saying. But I also, I use the Fantasy Pros extension, which anytime there's a word that matches a player's name, it puts an F icon next to it. So Sean's name is Pierce effing my holes. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's actually really awesome. Excellent. I hope Sean did that on purpose. <laughs> if he uses fancy pros, maybe he did. And we're back. And we're back. Sorry for that technical difficulties. All right, we got the last matchup to talk about. We have two undefeated teams. Poor decisions. Matt Rose, 117 versus Yes Chief. Uh, Pete Knox at a 123.4. So another good game. Uh, two undefeated Titans going at it in week three. Jason, who's coming home with the victory? I think I'm just going to go straight out and say poor decisions is going to do this. We got Lamar, Lamar Jackson and Chubb just going off like crazy last week. Uh, Sutton well, was going to have a decent game. He'll probably get a touchdown himself. Uh, the San Francisco defense against Denver, I think that's going to work out well for him as well. And then on the other side, I mean, he's got somebody on Pittsburgh, you know, Claypool, not that, not that great there. 
Cooper Cup is gonna is gonna blow up, but I don't think it's gonna be that good. And then McCaffrey, New Orleans does pretty well against the the uh, the running backs, but uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm gonna go with poor decisions on this one. Bob, oh yeah, this is gonna be a hot hot matchup. Let me tell you, um, and it, it's exciting um, because you know we got Matt with his legit team and Pete with his team that shouldn't be legit, and it's annoying that it is. Um, so, you know, my heart says to go with Matt and luckily my head agrees. So we're going with Matt on this one for pretty much all the reasons that, that, uh, uh, Jason just illuminated actually. Uh, I, I think Pete's going to take this one handily. Uh, he's dominating on there. Oh, put the asterisks. Where's my pen? I'll put the asterisks. Okay. Handily. Um, yeah, I think Knox has been hitting it out of the park here. I agree. It's annoying because of his draft strategy, but it is working for him. He's got a, a, a crazy team, and uh, I think he's Strategy taking... is a loose term there. <laughs> so, all right, well, that does it for the matchups. Any last comments going into week three, fellas? Bob, anything you want to add? Yeah. Uh, uh, why you keep going it. first when I'm not paying attention, Andrew? It's really, really not fair. <laughs> it's it's like a gift that I have, really. I mean, <laughs> I think Hero here agrees that this is going to be a great week um, of of football, and he's going to watch a lot more football, despite the fact that he should, probably shouldn't be looking at screens still. Um, and I'm not going to stop him because you know we got to watch the football. So that's what, uh, that's what screens are for: is for babysitting during football season. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, good luck to everyone, um, except for you, Jason. You're going to lose. <laughs> Jason, oh, hey, last comments for, for the new guy. Well, I mean, I want to say good luck to everybody, um, except for my, you know, the person I'm actually going against, Rob here, or Bob, sorry. Um, no, wrong and, name. You know, don't I'm call gonna, me Rob. The one, the, the don't, call Rob one thing, don't call me Rob. That's the, you can call I me call, Bob. You can call me Rob. Bob. You can call me Bobby. I don't give a shit. Don't call me Rob. My bad, man. All right, cool. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go for a long shot here as well and say um, the Pats are going to win this week as a long shot. Ooh. We'll, we will see what happens. Where are they playing? Baltimore, right. I believe. Wow. Uh, oh, you, oh, and that's definitely a long shot that is never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said a long shot here, man. That's okay, because the Eagles are going to win uh, playing against the Manders. Eagles, I'm excited for. But, that uh, game's gonna be good. Well, thank you for joining us, Jason. We hope to have you back on the podcast. Uh, we hope really? you had fun, Bob. Yeah, always a pleasure. Hero, thanks for adding a lot of good content. We can't do this without you. This, I bought. This is the end of the uh, week two JSP podcast. Good luck, and we'll see you next week. Woo! Good first you. podcast, Jason. Thanks for yeah, joining us. That was really good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, real quick, let's talk soccer. How are the, how are the Sounders doing? Because uh, the Union in first place. Fuck you, Andrew. Shut up. I hate you. One of them is underperforming.